Hi, my name is Renita, and I am your host of the Be Your Own Kind podcast. My podcast aligns with idea of my blog of feeling comfortable with you. I'm excited to share topics and ideas with you today. Thanks for tuning in. If you are new to the Be Your Own Kind brand, welcome. If you like what you hear and see, please subscribe to the Be Your Own Kind YouTube channel. And if you're listening to the podcast, please follow me. Also in the description box, you can find my Linktree link to all Be Your Own Kind related matters, such as the BYOK merch, where we sell items from t-shirts, sweatshirts, masks, and mugs. Also, you will find our website and the links to my social media pages. Also, we are always looking to collaborate with others, such as business owners, vloggers, bloggers, or just if you simply want to share your story. Last but not least, if you are looking to promote your business, Be Your Own Kind will gladly promote you. If you are interested in details, please email me at info at beyourownkind.com. Thank you for tuning in and for supporting the Be Your Own Kind platform. Hey lovelies, thanks for tuning into a new episode of the Be Your Own Kind podcast. This podcast has afforded me the opportunity to connect with such dope people. I always leave my interview so inspired while also gaining a life nugget. Today's interview is no different as I touch base with Sakira Muhammad. In this episode, she shares with us how a simple glimpse at a photograph saves her vision and her life. Sakira Muhammad is a creative strategist, photographer, cancer survivor, author, and podcaster. She has created a platform that inspires people to step outside their comfort zone and walk in their purpose. Now let's take flight. Do you find yourself overwhelmed with small business tasks? Well, Be Your Own Kind Freelancing is here to take the weight off. We specialize in assisting businesses with various administrative duties, HR consulting, online marketing, and editing services for podcasters and YouTubers. If you have a need we haven't mentioned, contact us to see if we can help. For more information, email us at info at beyourownkind.com. Leave the tedious task with us and take your time. Three. Hi, Sakira. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you, Anita? I'm doing pretty well, pretty well. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so I'm Jakira. I am a creative strategist and the founder of Focus Media Group. It's focused with a PH, not an F. And um, I, it's combined my love of photography and marketing and helping other entrepreneurs to grow their brand. And I'm also a podcaster too. So my podcast is in transition, but it's called the Living Legacy Podcast right now, but it's going to go to call being called See Life Different um, because I am an author of a book called See Life Through a Different Lens. And um, I love just kind of telling my story, but also telling the story of other women of how they overcame, um, overcame adversity. Oh, okay. Nice, nice. Where can we find that book? So it is on Amazon. Okay. Um, and I can pull it out and just for those who are watching... It's on Amazon, and it's an audiobook as well, but it's also available on my website, um, zakiranayar.com forward slash book. Okay. So nice. uh, audiobook, e- uh, ebook, and paperback as well. I love audiobooks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can be in motion and still, you know, get to get my life. I can't multitask like that. It's like, if, if, it's like, I'm, I know I'm retraining the information, but... 
most of the time I probably have to go back and re-listen to that chapter if I was doing something else. I'm like, okay, wait, what was that? I heard you, but I didn't hear you. <laughs> right, right. Like it's it's good like when working out, like like doing an activity where you don't really have to think. Like uh, working and listen to an audiobook, yeah, I would miss the entire thing. It'll be like the end, and I'm like, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> So um, you you are a cancer survivor, right? I am. Yes, I am. Nice. And what what kind of cancer um, did you survive from? It's retinoblastoma. So it's a rare childhood eye cancer. Um, so when I was three months old, my mother took a photo of me, like all moms do with their newborn babies. But she saw a white glow instead of a red glow. You know how if you see red eyes and whatnot. And so uh, she took that photograph to more than one doctor, more than one co-worker and doctor to kind of figure out what, what's with it. Is this normal? I don't think it's normal. And so unfortunately, one doctor said, no, you're fine. It's, don't worry about it. But she trusted her intuition and went to another um, doctor who then fought, sent uh gave a referral for, to a specialist and that's when they were able to detect the cancer before I completely went blind um, or even died because uh, unfortunately it's so rare that um, if it's not detected in enough time it can uh, spread to the brain and you know kill all the brain cells so fortunately I'm still alive and fortunately I can still see to this day so uh, retinoblastoma is um, uh, very rare, and uh, thank goodness for technology, though, where it can be detected either in the womb of mothers now or as soon as um, as soon as uh, the baby's out. So yeah. Oh wow, wow, that's that's a blessing your mother caught that. Yeah. Wow, you're yeah. walking miracle. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> someone, someone, um, I think sometimes if some people ask on social media, like, what's one word to describe me, right? Someone actually said the word chosen. So I'm like, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, most definitely. And, and because you are gifted, you're still gifted with your eyesight. You chose to utilize that to help other brands and just, and be a photographer. So, you know, photographer, you see, you see different angles from a person perspective and people are inspired by that. So you, you're taking your talent and, you know, inspiring the world. So that's pretty cool. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. That's in the sky. You know, I'm so glad that my mom introduced me to a camera when I was five years old. And um, since then I've been ripping and running with a camera so I mean of course I've studied it but it was just so interesting to reflect on the fact that my mom gave me one of those cameras well first it was a Kodak Polaroid camera mm -hmm. I don't know if you remember those well they brought it back where you just take a photo and it, it, it develops right before your very eyes but then after that the cameras I was always using were the convenience store cameras where you have to wait a week and see if you took a good photo or not <laughs> so um a lot of the times I had pretty good photos I ended up becoming the uh, family historian just taking photos when people don't even want their photo to be taken but um later on they would find out that's the only photo or the best photo that you know they had of them so that's been fun a fun journey of technically more than 20 years of photographing even before i started studying it and you know photographing other people and other brands and other places so that's been fun cool cool and you're a traveler as well right you travel to 10 countries i have traveled to 10 countries yes oh before way before 2020 though. <laughs> <laughs> Did 2020 mess up some traveling plans? Kind of, because I'm not 30 yet. I'll give that little secret. I'm not 30 yet. And I did want to uh, reach this goal of visiting 30 countries by the age of 30. That I kind of want a little bit of a haul, but that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> so 
So out of the 10 countries, which location inspired you the most? Um, That's hard to answer because every place has something beautiful about it. Um, but I guess I will say I love the country where I could just speak English and be myself, but I love learning a new language as well. But I think um, my last country actually was South Africa and maybe it was my favorite country as well because I'm a techie, I'm a creative and there are so many creatives there, so many people that look like me there and we could still uh, converse in English or if they wanted to hop on over to their local language and try to teach me. So I think I really like South Africa, but I really love any of the African countries that I was able to go to. I've been to Ghana. That was the first African country that I went to. Um, and then after that was the Gambia and Senegal. But there's something different about Southern and um, uh, Eastern Africa. It's kind of like they were on a different path when it came to um, I guess the history of like the slave trade and whatnot, because most of it was right along the Western um, part. So history is different and it feels different and looks different. So I think I'll just say South Africa, but it is hard to say a favorite because every country that I go to, there's something so unique about it. Every time I go, I'm like, I want to retire here. No, I think I'll retire here. No, I'm going to retire over there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I want to go to Ghana so bad. My uh, my my best friend visited there. She said it's so beautiful, like it so is. beautiful there. Yeah. yeah. So that's on my bucket list. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Just waiting on the world to open back up, right? Exactly. Yeah. Hopefully, next for me will be Kenya. I really enjoy going to countries where there's a lot of people that look like me. So African countries, Caribbean countries. Um, I have been to European countries and South American countries, but there's mm-hmm. something different about that warmth um, that you feel on the motherland. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. A place where you feel like you belong. <laughs> yeah. And you're not yeah. trying to like pencil yourself in. Like, exactly. this is your land, you know? Exactly. Yeah. 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 So, um, one of the topics you wanted to talk about was purpose which I thought was a very great topic. Um, What do you feel is your life's purpose? I think um, every, every, as I age, every year, it's kind of becoming more and more clear and clarified. But I do think that it involves um, telling my story, inspiring others through my story, but also inspiring others visually because um, I've been blessed to be a photographer for so long and I've used my photography skills to then learn how to film videos and then those videos then turned into podcasts and of course my own book after releasing my own book I've been helping other women to uh, tell their stories in their own books so I feel like it's just a matter of using my creativity to inspire others to step outside of their own comfort zone and tell their own stories as well that's that's a great purpose because some people just they don't know if it matters if their story matters or they feel like they have to hide even you know the even the the ugly is beautiful in the end because you got through it you know what I'm saying and I feel like maybe some people may be embarrassed or like I said some people just don't know how to articulate what happened to them in in book form you know so yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah so I think that's cool that you help you know people or you help them develop a voice so to speak Pretty much, yeah, yeah. And, uh, but also, they they do most of the work, really. And I would definitely attest to therapy, too. 
because, well, for me, I have different forms of therapy, prayer, music, um, talk therapy with like my closest friends. Of course, you know, I'd, I would go to a therapist if necessary, but I have not found one that gets me yet. So it's a hunt, it's a hunt. But uh, a lot of it is, is them doing the internal work of where do those traumas come from? Where are those happy places coming from? Like, what are your favorite memories? Just, you know, do some deep soul searching, deep reflection. And I just do this strategy in the creative side, like just, you know, organize it a little better. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's that's good because writer's block is serious. It is for real, mm-hmm. <laughs> especially when you don't know where to start. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, what what pivotal moment helped you discover this purpose? Mm, I think um, I think maybe in 2015. I think that was pretty pivotal for me. That was a pivotal year. Um, I had gotten married the year before, but 2015 was actually the year that I got to photograph, I guess, my my childhood best friend's wedding. Um, but shortly after that, she passed away. So it was a reminder. I mean, throughout my life, you know, I've been reminded death is in the forefront because I am a cancer survivor. But when you lose someone so close to you, it's like another um, reminder that life is short, that uh, your story needs to be told, that, you know, what, like, what's your legacy going to be? Like, what happens if you, if you pass away tomorrow? Like, what, what would happen? What will people say about you? And of right. course, your brand is what people say about you when you're not in the room. And so that, for me, is actually when I started to realize that there are so many other photographers out here that want to learn but don't know how to. And I was learning how to package up my, probably had been at least 10 years of experience at that time, package that up to teach others. And that's actually when my mom started the book first. So the book actually seen like through a different lens is written by both me and my mom. So she's um, a ghostwriter in it. You know, you you look for her name, but it's barely there, but she's in there. And so um, that is when she actually started blogging. She started it out as a blog first. And she started blogging about my story. And so that was actually when it really first started. And she actually got to acquire someone to look at her first manuscript. And so I took a look at it and I was like, I don't know, it could be better. (laughs) (laughs) And so basically she was just like, but it's your story. So take it and run with it. Do what you want with it. And so, of course, imposter syndrome kicked in a little bit. I'm like, I too was like, who's going to read my story? Who cares? Why should I write it? But it took a little while, but I think 2015 was that pivotal year of like, you could pass away tomorrow and not have this done. You could pass away tomorrow, no one would know your story. Um, You could pass away tomorrow and not be of impact at all. So I think that's what really kind of lit a fire under my butt in a way, after grieving, of course, um, to just walk into my purpose fearlessly, almost. That's dope. That's dope. And you and you're right. Some people, you, when you think about your story, you're like, who's gonna care about this? I'm not famous, you know. But you never know who you're gonna touch. Just like when you finish your book and you have women reaching out to you. Did you ever think that you would have women reaching out to you? <laughs> you know? But it's crazy, also, because it's where the women come from, or their stories, or how they found me. So, so you can expect like, okay, more reach when the book comes out 
more reach, you know, when you do more podcast interviews, but it's always just like, wow, like that's the part you connected. That's the part you, um, you know, resonated with the most. It's always the least expected part. And that's the beautiful part about, you know, the human connection and stuff. Yeah, you never know what touches a person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. most definitely. And and you just mentioned legacy. What what are what is the legacy you want to leave behind? What do you want people to know you as or say about you? You know, I do love it when people do tell me that I did inspire them to uh, become more confident. I did inspire them to become more comfortable in front of the camera become more comfortable in whatever creative uh, love that they had, right? Because of course, in this world, in this generation, it's either you will be a doctor, a lawyer, or nothing else, right? Like they don't push the tech job, they don't push the um, creative job. So the fact that um, I know that I can inspire um, a person to fulfill that, if that's what they really, really wanted to do, um, inspire them to step outside of their own comfort zone, um, even if it does mean, unfortunately, leaving toxic relationships, both platonic and, and romantic. Um, just knowing that I did leave that impact of inspiring you to step outside of your comfort zone and walk into your, the full version of your stuff. You know? Yeah, photographers have a way of doing that anyway, though. Like, I know any yeah. <laughs> anytime I've had a photo shoot, it's like, you know, you come in there thinking it's going to look one way and they're like, no, show this. Oh, you want to show my whole body. Yes. I want you to move your hair here. Do this. Show this leg and da, 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 da. And by the end of the photo shoot, you go, you, you feel confident. You go from, okay, I just want to show my face to yes, you know, and at first you're kind of reluctant. Yeah, photographers are always pushing you past your limits anyway. <laughs> just being a photographer you're pushing people past their limits <laughs> so i think that's i think that's pretty dope i um yeah i think that's pretty dope so you're mentioning mental health which is another topic that you wanted uh, to bring up and in this time with the pandemic and people kind of just like got knocked out of their routine i feel like it's so important that people maintain like a good mental health and what are ways that you've maintained your mental health like during this time believe it or not be listening to my own podcast episode if um <laughs> you know of course at some point I had to start DIYing and editing my own podcast and it's so ironic that whoever I interviewed or whatever I talked about when I re-listened to it it was like I was a message that I should have received a message that helped me in that moment of of cloudiness, of um, uh, depression, anxiety, uh, overwhelm, whatever it is. But of course, um, other podcasts are great. Um, I love, even though I can't travel far, I do love going for a drive. I do love being able to blast music, uh, dance around, um, take a bubble bath, have a lighter candle or essential oil or watch a funny movie. You know, a lot of people have really retracted to that. Just re-watching those sitcom from the younger days, the older days, uh, re-watching a favorite movie now that they're available on streaming devices. Um, and yeah, those are kind of what I do to prioritize my mental health. But also I think it's a matter of setting those boundaries of like, you're anxious because you need some more boundaries being set you can't seem to communicate because you're tired or 
you know, just knowing, being self-aware and knowing how you feel and not trying to push it. Like if you need to rest, you need to rest. If if you need to change your environment, change your environment. If, um, you know, whatever it is that you feel, just kind of tap into that. And, and I've been learning to do that um, even more so. I feel like I've always been kind of self-aware, especially when it comes to nutrition. Like I'm, I'm more of the like, holistic nutrition vibe. I feel like that's also what's kept me, you know, alive and happy and bubbly this, you know, thus far. Mm -hmm. But um, I've just always been self-aware, but even more so self-aware now, now that it's literally just you and yourself, you yourself and yourself, you know, during these times. Because there's not that many people to say like, hey, you don't look good today or what's going on, you know? So you gotta be in tune to yourself if you know you feel it coming, Um, just, you know love yourself right and i feel like that um 2020 afforded us a, a, the chance to get to to be reacquainted with ourselves because most of us had to work from home or most of us um lost us whatever it, it you were isolated from your outside world so you, all you had was you to depend on you mm-hmm. know to to get through this you know um like my husband he works outside so all day i'm by myself and I've learned things about me that I, I just, I never knew, you know, like, and, and it was good. And it was like, oh, you need to work on that, you know, but it was time with myself. And you're right. I realized during this whole pandemic, how boundaries are important. And it's one thing to set those boundaries, but to uphold them, I feel is where <laughs> the strength comes in. Yeah. Cause I will admit I'm a people pleaser. I will admit, I've learned that I'm, a, um, I've learned about my Enneagram type, so I'm, I'm a number two. So of course, any way that I can help you, let me help you and help you. But sometimes I'll be helping the other people more than I help myself. So that's right. definitely been something that I had to learn about myself and um, be selfish about. Like, it's okay to be selfish, because self-care is selfish at times. Right. And, and the power of no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that little word is so. But no, and and keep it there. Say no, keep it there. Right. It's one thing like I'm not able to do it, and then you just say, "Okay, I'll go ahead and do it." But it's one thing to say, "I'm tired. I don't have the energy. I can't do it." And no matter what the person say, you yeah, I'm still tired. I still can't do it. It's power in that. Um, I think the the scary thing about boundaries are the the responses to when you set those boundaries because if you if you've always responded a certain way with certain people with certain things um especially people they buck up against that like nah she's not serious you know she said this before she's not serious so that's why I said upholding boundaries is really a thing because you don't know what you're going to expect from that person it's like some people revert back to kindergarten and they literally throw tantrums when (laughs) when you stick to what you say so so yeah and it's, it's, you remind me of a quote that I'm just paraphrasing because I barely remember it, but there was a quote that I saw on social media of like, the people who are offended by the boundaries you set are the ones who are causing it, you know, something like that. And so I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. It's a hard truth to, to swallow, but yeah, that makes sense. The people who are offended by it the most are unfortunately the ones that were causing it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, most definitely. So um, that's that's probably probably the biggest thing about boundaries that um, hurts me. <laughs> but in the end, I sleep better, and I know in the end, when you set your boundaries and you stick to them, 
you feel away, you know, and you and sometimes when you let people bulldoze your boundaries, it almost feel like you don't have control over your life because you don't want to do this, but you find yourself doing something that you didn't want to do. And I think that's where anxiety comes in because you don't have control. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I feel like you answered the question about assessing the current mental state, but and I and and mental health apparently is important to you. <laughs> Do you have any advice for anyone you know that's struggling with uh, maintaining good mental health? But give me an example, like struggling in what way? Because we talk about so many variations of it. You're right. Um, I know a lot of extroverts um, has not they have not have a had a very good experience. Um, during this pandemic? Well, I'm an extrovert or introvert, so I don't know if I can answer that. I'm like, I'm happy being a homebody when I need to be a homebody. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I think maybe to be empathetic is utilize those Zoom conversations, utilize your own clubhouse rooms on Facebook rooms or whatever uh, with other extroverted people um, so that you all can feel happy, bubbly, whatever it, is, whatever it is you do need to get off your chest and talk about. Um, I think that those are the best way to finding the, your people that you can talk to. Um, since if, if you can't safely be with someone, um, then definitely utilize the apps that are out there that allow the feature. Instagram has it too. You can have group DMs and everybody talk all over each other, whatever it is you like to do um, and, and do that. and. And for me, for the even the introvert, I go ahead and talk about that. Continue doing what what uh, do you boo? You know, watch those movies, listen to that music, um, read those books, whatever it is you need to do. To just kind of take yourself out of whatever you feel like you're not in control of, and just you know work on you. Yeah, that's that's great advice. And oh, I have another another uh, aspect of that people who have a hard time being alone like sometimes silence can be so loud even with the tv and the things that you suggested it's still uncomfortable because you're alone with you and i feel like people that have that fear of being alone didn't cope well during this time either do you have any advice for those type of Mm -hmm. um that's where i think a therapist could come in because if you cannot be alone with yourself, you cannot love yourself, what would happen when you do finally get to be in, a, in a, another relationship, right? Like, I think that's what I've observed most. This is where there's apparently some unpacking and, and spring cleaning that needs to be done internally. Mm-hmm. Um, and as hard as it may be, it actually will be good for you in the long run. So I think these are, this is definitely where a therapist comes in that would be very helpful and important too. I agree. <laughs> Thank you for the advice. <laughs> so you've kind of answered the BYK staple question, but I'm not letting you get off. You had the word chosen, but I'm going to test <laughs> you. Yeah, you're not going anywhere. <laughs> no, 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 no. Nope, 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 nope. So our staple question is, if you could describe yourself in one word besides chosen, what would it be and why? Besides chosen? <laughs> See, that, that's the thing. Like, I don't, I don't toot my horn in that way. I'm working on it though, but I don't toot my horn in that way. It's like, I would be like, hey, what do you think? What, what do you think? Um, I mean, I could be fair if you want to do Chosen again. 
<laughs> okay, fine. So I, I appreciate being chosen. It helped me to walk into my purpose. Um, it helped me to know that I'm, I'm fulfilling my purpose, that um, I was chosen for this. So no matter what anybody else wants me to do, I know that I was chosen for, you know, that vision that came to my mind and my mind only. So, um, yeah, I guess, yeah, that answered that. <laughs> It could be chosen, okay. I felt like a bully. <laughs> chosen is a good word though. Um to to have uh, a disease that is undetectable. Because I'm sure the technology wasn't out when you were five, you know? Yeah, when when I yeah, at my yeah, at the time that I was growing up, I I can't even imagine. Um, but now like I say, people people can detect it genetically in your DNA. People can detect it in in the in the womb now, so it's it's detectable now. Especially I I know that when the time does come for me to have children, that there's a 50-50 chance that I might pass it on. So I know this, but there's also parents still out there that don't know this. Um, okay. it, they're it, it coming to their child for the first time, and they don't know whether it is genetic or not. So thank goodness for technology now where it can be detected before the baby's even born. Um, and even saved, the visions can be saved um, before the child is even born. But yeah, I think that's what makes it <clears throat> so interesting about growing up when I did grow up is that there was no social media and um, I literally had to advocate for myself, you know, a lot more where the technology wasn't there. And I have to say, I, I didn't see you. I didn't hear you. I don't know what, I'm not ignoring you. Um, I'm not lazy eyes, you know, I'm not four eyes. You know, I, you really had to advocate for yourself um, yeah. growing up at the time that I did. So I appreciate that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and makes you a stronger person for it though. Yeah. Yeah, so what do you have? You have any upcoming projects, anything coming up? Well, I do have, I have been quietly procrastinating, but finally working on it, um, this uh, summit, um, uh, kind of celebrate two years of me podcasting, which is amazing because not many people make it. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm celebrating um, Women's History Month and I'm celebrating two years of podcasting with the Sea Life Different Virtual Summit. So... 20 of uh, 20 women speakers half of them are previous guests on my podcast the other half are just you know speakers that you know were lucky to come into the, the circle and they're all talking about the same topic we talked about today mental health entrepreneurship self-development um and podcasting so this is for women to uh level up in their personal and professional life and another way to for me to fulfill my purpose of helping them to step outside of their comfort zone um and walk fully into their purpose so that is march 2nd through 4th um and uh yeah see life bit.ly forward slash see life different or if you follow me on my website zakiranayar.com uh, you can find out more information about that. Awesome. I will tune into that. I'm interested. Yay. <laughs> totally interested. Um, and I just want to thank you for taking the time out to be on my episode uh, today. Um, your story, your story is so inspiring and and empowering because you don't have to stop because there's a a 
a, a stone in the road. You know, you pick it up, move it aside or walk around it and keep persevering, you know, and and that's what I gather from your story. And I just thank you for sharing that with us today, you know, thank especially you. Yeah. especially for the person that wants to give up. Mm-hmm. And it's like, hey, you know, if she can do it, I can do it, too. You know, and we really got to go backwards a little bit and give thanks to my mom, because um you mentioned the fact that I've been to 10 countries and you mentioned being surprised by the fact that I've been to 10 countries when I, I want to rewind a little bit and, and just thank my mom because I'm thinking about my first country ever was Costa Rica. And I didn't want to go, right? I'm, I was already like, I don't want to go. I don't want to go anywhere. I don't want to do anything. And so, but my issue was, this is where I let fear kick in. That was actually the one of few times where I did let fear kick in. I was so afraid what happens if um, something happened to my vision? What happens if something happened to my hearing? What happens if something happened to me and I'm not near mom and dad, right? So I was afraid of all of that. But had my mom not pushed me and had my mom's um, uh, educational advocates that I had at that time not pushed me, I, I probably would not be as well-traveled as I am, not be as, um, uh, not, not feel written as I am, right? So right. definitely thanks to my mom for continuing to push me, continue to uh, help me to be resilient, to understand that this, yeah, this, this cancer is just a stepping stone, not, um, not a boulder <laughs> that you right. can't so, yeah. Right. And we we are as strong as our community, right? If you if you have a strong community that's pushing you past your limits in a positive way, might I add. You know, it it you you can they sometimes the potential is there and you know you have it, but then if you get that push and they push you into it, it's like, oh, okay, I see it now. You know, mm-hmm. so it's it's so beneficial to have a support group. You know, so yeah. Kudos to mom. She caught everything. <laughs> Man. Um, so oh yeah, do you have anything else you wanna add? <laughs> yeah, I mean if if anyone wants to I'm always a Facebook message the way I try to be as as interactive as possible. So yeah, if anyone wants to share the love <laughs> that you felt from this podcast, of course, uh let me know. Um I am, you can find me at Zakira Nayar on Instagram. Um, I'm on LinkedIn, um, but I'm on Facebook. You can find me definitely on Facebook and send me a message. Nice, nice. Yes. Well, thank you again for your time and your inspiration today. Um, you have definitely blessed my soul today. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and I hope she's blessed your soul as well. And until next time, don't forget to be your own kind, be kind to each other, and don't forget to be kind to yourself. Bye.